you're listening to The Quad, a Killjoys podcast. My name is Annie. And I'm Chris. We're talking about the fourth episode of Killjoys Season 5, Ship Out of Luck. While we will talk about anything and everything from that episode, there won't be any spoilers for future episodes. So let's get started with our reviews. I like this episode. I always like to see the take on the prison episode every time uh, it happens in like sci-fi genre from like, you know, this, like how everything has to be transformed, like the set design to the costumes to everything. And I like the fact that the Killjoys, I kind of like that they weren't able to get out of, out of prison within one episode. Cause usually it's like, Oh, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. We're out. We're the smartest Killjoys ever. And you know, they're still figuring it out. And I like that the rest of Team Awesome Force is coming together, so they've got their memories back, and all working together to try and stop the rain and stop part of the lady's plan. But And the lady keeps getting more and more pissed off, because I'm like, you just don't understand human emotion. You're never going to get it. Anyway... But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I liked about this episode. The new characters we met in the prison, uh, you know, Johnny's role with laundry and everything, and Dutch being her usual badass self. So, uh, but yeah, what did you think, Chris? I also really enjoyed it. I, I second, I think, all of your, your thoughts on it. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. Also, I, I've got to say, did, did you recognize the guest star? Which guest star? The assassin. No. I was like, I get the feeling I should have recognized more people in this episode, but I didn't. Yeah, the, the blonde so, woman who Davin meets yeah. uh-huh. in the psych ward, and then later she's delivering food. Is the assassin. Yeah. Uh, No, who was that? It's Anastasia Phillips who you might remember from Bomb Girls. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm trying to think of her character's name because I'm blanking on it right now. Is that Betty? No. <laughs> no, not not Betty. Um, <laughs> I'm blanking as well. Vera. Uh, yes, yes. That's who I met. That's cool. She was Vera in Bomb Girls, and I was just like, hey, I think that might be her. And it was. Anyway, it was just, it was exciting to see her again, for me. Yeah. And exciting to see her in such a different role and great fight scene and all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. the guest star that really attracted me was the warden. I just kept thinking. Yes. I was like, who is that? Because, God, she looked familiar. But, um. You figured it out, though, right? No, I couldn't. Again, I was having (laughs) trouble with guest stars. It's Rachel Anteriel, and I'm probably saying your last name wrong, and I'm sorry. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, God, she's hot. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, what is it with the, this prison and the really attractive wardens? So, anyway. Yeah, if if yeah. you're not sure who we're talking about, she guest starred in, I don't know, at least a few episodes of Winona Earp. She was yes. in a number of episodes of Rookie Blue. I like her a lot, and I got super mad uh, watching Winona Earp the first season. Yeah. It was yeah. the first season, right? Yeah, it was the first season. So mad was about the... it, Annie. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody who talks to me <laughs> at conventions knows. Yep. 
oh, that's who that was. Because I was like, why does she look so familiar? Anyway. That's why you're attracted to her, Annie. It's because she was on Winona Earp. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I knew it had to be from the pool of 25 Canadian actors. You know what I mean? It's true. So, yeah. But man, so. they had that, that slow pan uh, uh, up her outfit. Oh, that makes yeah. it sound like, like they're going oh. up her skirt. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I know, I know. They but panned. still, I was like, I was like, oh, I like this outfit. I like this shot. Yes. Oh, I'm being so petty, but I don't care. So, I mean, it's a great episode for many reasons, but yeah. I don't think petty is the word you're looking for, but... um, um Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the word you're looking for is. My brain is not working today as, as usual this season. We are recording at the end of my work week. <laughs> Oh, and I so know. my brain just isn't working right now, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so what do we think about the Killjoys in Supermax? How are they going to get out? Hmm? That is a good question. I'm I'm very curious where this storyline is going. As you were saying earlier, I think it's an interesting choice to not have them end the episode with escaping, just because that's what most of these shows do. That's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the traditional way of things, really, with all TV shows, right? It's like, you start the episode and get yourself into a new situation, and then by the end of the episode, you're out of the situation, so you've got a fresh start for the next episode. And, yes, the extremely serialized nature of this show at this point means that isn't necessarily going to happen. And I feel like this show's good about subverting expectations anyway. Exactly. I mean, I have to wonder what Dutch is doing when she refused the warden's offer at the end and they all go back into, you know, maximum security wing. So. That is a good question, because that, that's a weird choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're depending on their new on their new buddy and their protection. Uh, what's the name of the guy they saved from assassination for somehow getting out of there? I don't know. That is how the show seems to present it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't I can't figure out what the long-term plan is there cuz I don't know. I'm sure there is one cuz again, this show and also that's just sort of a theme with the characters yeah. in the show, which I think we talked about a little bit last week. Mhm. Well, and I, when you're talking about subverting expectations, you know, at first when everybody gets their plan together and Johnny, you know, <laughs> he lets poor Dav get, you know, a little brain fried, but then he takes the device and uses it and hacks it to get into the warden's office. And you think, oh, they're going to get out. Oh, no, wait, they're on a ship. Oh, crap. You know, so. Mm-hmm. But I like how the show subverts expectations going, well, of course, it's not going to be that easy. Yeah. I actually kind of thought they were going to be on a ship, and I don't know why I thought that, other than the fact that it's a show with a lot of spaceships. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it was because I read the episode title, which is Ship Out of Luck. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. I have to say, one of my favorite parts of the episode was I, I was wondering where Johnny was going to put the little chip that had Lucy's, or old Lucy's, information on it. And he hid it in his mouth. And then he takes it out and starts fiddling with it. And he goes, okay, I guess you're Nucy. Sure, Sean. <laughs> it just cracked me up. It's just you and Nucy. So what is what is their new ship name? I was just going to ask. Nujusi? If John and Lucy was Juicy, 
What is what is Sean and Newsy? Shusy doesn't really work. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it sounds pretty s- fun to say. Noon. <laughs> yeah. N e w n. Noon. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm asking. I don't know. Uh, maybe. But uh, yeah. So I hope that Newsy can help them get out of there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Lucy and, and the loss of original Lucy, there was that scene where Davin and Dutch were talking, and they were clearly <laughs> talking about two different things. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Davin, how can you not know what Dutch is talking about? It, it's, it's just like, that thing you- where like he was set on on his thing that he was talking about and just apparently completely missed that she was not on the same frequency. It's like, do you really think John wants to be with Dutch in that way? I don't think so. So, yeah. But I thought that was amusing. But yeah, I think they're taking a lot of steps with the Davin and Dutch relationship this year as they're trying to figure out what it is and what it means. So, Mm -hmm. Because they're having a lot of those conversations. Yeah, so that was a conversation that Stephanie and I had last week. But since you weren't there, I'm going to ask you, what do you think the situation is with Johnny and his, like, Johnny's clearly having some sort of, I don't know, issue or sense of loss or something regarding the alternate existence they were in. What do you Mm -hmm. think that's about? I don't know. I don't know if it's even necessarily that he was with Dutch. Maybe he just want, liked an existence where everything wasn't so complicated, where, you know, he just had a regular job and just had a regular life. And, you know, they weren't they weren't knee deep in, in poop all the time. So, you know, it was killjoys. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he misses a simple life. Yeah, that was my thought as well. There was one point, though, where he was, I don't know, it was like a kind of an inference or something in his voice when he was talking about Dutch. And I'm like, wait a minute, does he now really like Dutch in that way after so many years of saying, no, we're just friends and them keeping those boundaries very clear? See, now I'm wondering, now that he's experienced that in the alternate universe or the, the memory wipe thing, I'm wondering... Now, it's like now that he's got a taste of a taste of it, you know, literally of Dutch, if he's thinking, uh, you know, oh, what have I been missing this whole time? So I don't know. I don't know if they're playing it both, like, with a couple different reasons there. I mean, Davin clearly seems to think that that's what's going on, but... Yeah, but Davin very obviously has his own feelings, mm-hmm. which haven't changed. Which makes it, of course, more complicated. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. That they that they keep finding time in the script for these awkward talks, <laughs> or you know, the feelings talk. And of course, they get oh, they always get interrupted. So, but I don't know. I, I kind of think that the team dynamic will reestablish itself the way that it always will. I, I just have a feeling. It's like just because the lady is a fan of Johnny and Dutch doesn't mean that they're going to end up together, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about this whole situation earlier this week. And 
the thing that I ended up thinking about was how Dutch seems to have just shaken the whole thing off. Yeah. Because, you know, she she woke up and she was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, everybody else, problem. like, needs a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most especially Johnny, but, I mean, everybody else seems a little bit more shaken by it than Dutch seems to be. And I was thinking, well, it, it kind of makes sense because Dutch's whole deal is sort of putting on these alternate – taking on a, a faux life, right? She's always posing as somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because they've shown all the undercover things and – you know, Johnny gets into it a little bit, but Johnny also tends to get a little more emotionally involved in it than Dutch does, mm-hmm. or takes it a little more personally or something. You know, not that Dutch isn't emotionally involved, but I think not True. in the same way that Johnny is. Johnny's always been the, you know, the feelings care bearer of the team, that kind of thing. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, I was just I was just thinking about that earlier. Dutch just sort of shaking it off as if it was another undercover assignment that they happened to be mm-hmm. in or something. Yeah. And Johnny finding that more difficult. Anyway. Any other thoughts about this week or last week's episode? Oh, well, I'm just kind of... Last week, I was just... I, the one thing I have to say about the episode is that there are a lot of times when it's great, but there are times when I'm mad that I live in Hawaii because I'm so incredibly far behind everybody in terms of, you know, when the episode airs and everything, even on the same day. And so I basically got spoiled for the episode because I was on Twitter and I had mm. forgotten. And it, it was like, you know, it was like two in the afternoon, my time, and already I knew the end of the episode. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm all no. This sucks. So, it didn't you? You need to it, stay stay clear of of the Twitter. I Annie. know, I know, I know. But because yeah, I mean it's so. it's like twenty hours before I can watch the thing. Yeah, generally because yeah. I'm I'm asleep when it airs because I have yeah. to get up the next day at a quarter to four in the morning <laughs> so I can go to work. Shudder. Yeah. So, but um. Yeah, last week's episode was pretty heartbreaking. So I'm I'm glad that Nusi has been resurrected and that she hasn't been forgotten so soon. Even if we're gonna get, you know, Lucy 2.0 who doesn't know anything yet and who's just a regular AI, doesn't seem to have a personality yet. I think uh, hopefully, hopefully she'll, you know, be back cracking wisecracks by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I did appreciate. Again, in that scene with Davin and Dutch, where Dutch is like, a, you know, a part of my heart is missing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lost the love of his life. And he's like, Davin's just so not on the same page. He's like, what? What do you mean, the love of your life? <laughs> the love of his life. But, it, but so. I mean, I just, I appreciate Dutch also acknowledging Lucy yeah. like that. It, yeah. It, it's and- nice. Well, she was the one who figured it out in the first place of who the lady had infected and gained control over in last week's episode. So, <sighs> yeah, but I miss Lucy. Lucy 1.0. Me so, too. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it'll only take, an, hopefully, another episode for them to break out of prison and they'll get back to Lucy 2.0 fairly soon. Lucy. So... Newsy, yeah. I mean, for questions for the f- 
you know, future episodes, I mean, where are they going to get people to help them basically build an army to go against the lady and all of her minions and the terraforming and all of her little squiggly children? You know, how are they going to stop all that? Because it's a big deal, you know. She's terraforming a moon. Yes, but she hasn't finished yet, so... Mm, Yeah. There are many ways this could go. It's getting down to the wire, though, so yeah. I mean, there was an implication that an army wouldn't be involved just because, you know, the more people that know the truth, the more likely the lady is to catch on. Of course, now the lady has caught on. Yeah. And I still keep wondering what help Klein can offer from the inside, so to speak. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have been very happy to see him back this season. Yeah, it's been nice. Which is not a thing I ever thought I would have said when we started exactly. this the series. Yeah, exactly. Again, props to the series for subverting expectations and taking someone that was originally, you know, one of the bad guys to such a different role. Yep. And getting me to the point where I'm like, oh, oh, Klein, he'll help us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, yes. As I am notoriously uh, hard to win over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's that silver fox thing. Hmm. He's very sexy. So (laughs) I'm just thinking that everybody's sexy this episode. Super sexy in their prison scrubs and yeah. And their warden leather (laughs) outfits. Yes. With the tie and the boots. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) yes okay so yes uh, Annie wants to see more of the warden next episode so we'll see if that happens it seems likely I I would think so yeah although again it doesn't seem like a wise decision for Dutch to turn down her help and to go back into the maximum security part of the prison maybe there will be hate hate flirting Annie oh well, someone's got to step in for Delsea. I hope we get to see more of what Delsea and Jack are up to. That's that's my wish for the next episode. Yeah. Although I hope they can sense that it would kind of be a trap to go to the prison right where they're all three of them are. You know, well, I'm not saying we have pr- to see them at the prison. I'd just like to check in with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Storyline-wise. You just want to see what Delsea's hair is up to. Oh, and outfits. Hmm. If she's still yeah. cosplaying as Dutch, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's not so. That's not the reason. That's just. Yeah, I know. Bonus content. Mm-hmm. Insert voicemail from Fred. It's my best Lucy impersonation. <laughs> Hello, ladies of the quad. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoy season five, episode four. Nice episode with a lot of clarity in different storylines. I liked a lot that they didn't take too much time to give Seth her mind back and also turn and then pre and even skipping how Seth discovered her hideout. Not two major storylines, but even three. Client and the lady and in the prison ship, (laughs) they discovered it was not underground. And, of course, on Westerly and in the Holland Plain with Zeph and Turin. And a little bit of Pre. 
I liked the role of the warden played by Rachel Anterin, who also plays the blacksmith in Winona Earp and her twin sister in Winona Earp, but also as Commander Nan in Star Trek Discovery. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode of Killjoys. You can send them to us at killjoys at askgenretv.com. We love getting voice messages, please, 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 which you can send to us in a couple of ways. Record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us, or call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. Follow us on Twitter or Tumblr at Killjoys Podcast. The Quad is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. To find our other podcasts about Lost Girl, Orphan Black, and other shows, visit our website, askgenretv.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the quad. 